Hey everyone, this is Phil and Lula of the Capes and Lunatics podcast. You're listening to Into the Night, the the Moon Knight podcast. Welcome to a special episode. We're all over the place. If you listen to, well, if you listen to End of the Night or uh, Sons of the Dragon or uh, Sons of the Dragon, you're probably like, who the hell is this? Uh, is I, Phil, from the Capes of Lunatics and Capes of Lunatics Sidekicks. Uh, we figured we'd do a little team up with, uh, since Lilith and I do the Ultimate Spider Cast and the Devil You Know, the Daredevil Podcast. So with us, all the way from Australia, we have our friends Connor... Of course, who does the Iron Fist podcast. Hello, Connor. Hello. Happy to be here. Thanks Thanks for the invite. Hey, not a problem. Oh, and Lilith, we have our old buddy Ray, host of many podcasts, mm. including Into the Night. Into the Night! The <laughs> Moon Knight podcast. Moon Knight podcast. <laughs> gotta, put that, gotta put that oomph into that Moon Knight podcast. Yeah. Oh, can I just shout out Connor and say you're doing the Lord's work? You're making oh, Iron Fist accessible. Oh, oh, thank you, you care about him. Bless your soul. I'm, I'm glad to hear that I'm making him accessible. Because um. sometimes he can be quite insufferable. Well, I was going to say mm. I don't want to. I don't want to like talk bad about the Netflix series, but I, I think the one the one weakness of the Netflix series is I don't think it gave like audiences like the full taste of or the. You know mm. what Danny Rand exactly is. Yeah, yeah. Well, the the um the latest series right now by Larry Hama is really good. Oh, I don't that's know if good. You guys yeah. Are yeah. Reading it. yeah, yeah. First, first two issues out of the gates. Well, it's Larry, and it's Larry Hama. <laughs> well, I mean, that, I mean, to be fair as well, it's a that's kind of it could be touch and go really because like some of the older writers sometimes I find and I'm just going to say some of Chris Claremont's later stuff like today's stuff mm. isn't as good as his you know his classic stuff so you yeah. could potentially get flat stories from from older writers but larry ham is doing a, an excellent job i think the iron fist he is and i mean ev- since immortal every single solo iron fist title has been like really good you know he's he's actually had a pretty good run he just it's like every few years he'll get a series so you know yeah. i guess he doesn't suffer from the sort of ongoing problem that a lot of other characters do um yeah yeah well and larry Hama, i mean he's been writing like you know martial arts stuff for decades i mean have did have any of you read like that old like uh more when marvel did the gi joe comics like he wrote like uh like, oh, yeah. like that classic uh snake snake eyes silent issue yeah. stuff he wrote oh he that. did that silent issue. Okay. Yeah. yeah right right okay yeah i know him from wolverine um, oh, yeah. oh okay. Yeah, yeah. Snicked. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, I, I think also the Netflix series as well uh, may have gotten a little bit more poo-poo than it should have. Um, uh, you know, if you compare it to the others, sure, maybe, but I found it a pretty solid, a pretty solid series. Connor, you've, um, of course, highlighted your, your quibbles here and there and yeah, but you generally like it as well. I mean, uh, actually, you know, I I really like the first season. Um, the first season is kind of like the first 
I don't know, three issues of the comic sort of stretched out into, like, 13 episodes. Except, I don't know, like, it doesn't really show that much. But I don't know, I, I just liked it. I didn't really like the second season, though. I thought it was... Uh, I loved his, I loved his, um, uh, his, when he did his little team up with Luke Cage, I thought that that could have, that should have yeah. actually been the show. Like, they, they, they actually worked yeah. pretty well. I, I, well, I love my culture, so, you know, <laughs> any excuse to get him in more episodes of anything. I think, like, but I thought their chemistry was great. Yeah, yeah, it really was, and out, outside of, like, the tournament, tournament episode in season one, which is some really classic, like, martial arts stuff, I think, like, that, that Power Man and Iron Fist episode was, the best episode yeah. to have Iron Fist oh, in yeah. it. Um, like, Defenders was awful, uh, but that, yeah. I, ho- I hope we get a Power Man and Iron Fist show if if we get nothing else, you know? So, mm. I mean, they have yeah. all, all the rights back now, Mar- you know, Marvel does. Yeah. yeah. No, I'd love to see all of them back, yeah, and do a Power yeah, Man and Iron Fist show. Might maybe, happen, may- might not. May- you know, take those four, maybe throw in a Moon Knight or something. Mm. Spider Man, Deadpool, Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was was talking, I was talking on another podcast um, how I'd really love if they brought the Netflix characters back, but made it separate from the MCU and brought in their own Spider Man, so we could have like the street level Spider Man teaming up with, um, you know, Daredevil and all that stuff. Because I always preferred, you know, Daredevil and Spider Man or Punisher and Spider Man to like the Avengers and Spider Man. Mm. You know, yeah. I think there's just better dynamics there, and I'd love to see that. Yeah, for me, he's always a street character. Although he's yeah. not super-powered, he's really a street character. Yeah, I mean, I want a Spider-Man who, you know, has, doesn't get all his tech from Tony Stark and, like, yeah. yeah. how smart he yeah. is and builds his stuff for himself. And... Yeah. Yeah, totally. But, yeah, that's why I like him a little older. I think it'd make more sense with a Daredevil or somebody when he's a little older. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, although oh. that there was that, that really funny team-up in Ultimate Spider-Man with Daredevil and the Punisher... And he's just kind of like this helpless kid stuck between these two lunatics, like going at each other, which I thought was pretty great. Um. Oh, Bendis! <laughs> oh yeah, that yeah. was Bendis, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, that was that was a really funny run. Like it was a good run. Um, you know, speaking of writers who aren't as good as they used to be. Uh, <laughs> well, that, well, well, that's and it wasn't me. I didn't say it this time. I know. I mean, that's beautifully segued. Well, I mean, that's been my theory for a long time now. It's just I like. I think he does good with the street level stuff, like your Ultimate Spider-Man. His Daredevil yeah. run was great. Jessica Jones, but once he starts, once he start up in the power level, like the Avengers, the X-Men, <laughs> Superman, mm-hmm. uh, you know, his it kind of gets starting to get shaky there. Just, yeah. just for the record, like I think. I think a lot of his Superman run was okay. Some of it was pretty bad, but I don't think it quite deserves the hate it gets. Yeah, I've not definitely all of it, but it, yeah, but I mean, just, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's two it's, words, Rogozar. Enough said, enough said. Just drop that plot thread, shove it over to Supergirl and leave us all confused. <laughs> oh yeah, um, we do. Oh yeah, we just chucked him into the time stream. Yeah, what? Huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was, what, hap- what happened to him at the end? Nobody knows. Some say he's still bleeding out on that street. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he comes back because he's just such a such an absurd villain. When, like, I mean, I don't I don't like him, but I mean, he's just I love making fun of him. When, so. do, when Doomsday is he, was he just not able to use Lobo? Like, what happened? I feel like we've seen that character, but better. I'm just saying. When Doomsday's he's like a Frankenstein's monster of uh, a few different '90s sort of characters. 
Well, at the beginning of Bendis' run, we, we they kind of were like, oh, yeah, man, the Kryptonians aren't, weren't as good as people as you thought, and they never did nothing. Well, we never did think they were. Yeah. I mean, were you reading the same book? Jarrell's an absolute terror, absolute nightmare. <laughs> were, the last time the Kryptonians were, like, I guess really good was back in... Um, Pre-Crisis. Pre-Crisis. Yeah. Or, or I guess John's secret origin um, with his weird obsession. But, oh, wait, no, he, then he did new Krypton. And there were a bunch of lunatics, so... Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because I mean, they, you know, start with the John Byrne. They were like all cold and emotionless and stuff. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That's not all we're here to talk about. What were we here to talk about? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry for derailing the conversation. I just wanted to give Kyle a little shout out, tell him he's yeah. doing the words yeah, like making yeah. Iron Fist great again. We got pulled into the Bendis. We got pulled into the Bendis vortex. Bendis, Bendis, Bendis. Yes. No, we're here to talk about Marvel Team Up Annual Number Four. Uh, from... I smell Frank Miller. <laughs> oh, yes. Frank Miller writer, yes. August 1981, so I know it's at least older than Lilith. Uh, I don't know. It is indeed. I don't know how old Connor is, but I know, well... Ancient. ancient. Connor is the ancient one. Really? Yeah. He's older than... I thought Ray was the ancient one. No, 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 no. Only, not in that sense, Phil. Oh, okay. And don't have to hammer home how old I am, but yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah old <laughs> man. Two whole months, Ray, you're older than me. Don't forget it. <laughs> All right, so yeah. So August 81. Had anyone read this before? Yeah. I have. I've read almost all Frank Miller stuff, so I had read this. I actually didn't know this existed. I thought the only, like, uh, dead of all... And Iron Fist stuff from this era was that uh, Daredevil 178. Yeah. So this was a surprise. Um, yeah, I I really didn't know about my, about this either because like I wanted to do a team up and I just punched in you know Spider Man Daredevil Moon Knight Iron Fist. Yeah. I'm like nothing's gonna come up with all of them and then ooh, <laughs> yeah. Marvel yeah. team up in. Come on, it's Marvel in the 80s. Of course it would have. <laughs> of course uh, it would have. <laughs> let, let's not spoil anything now though, as well. But I, I'd love to hear kind of your take on on the the use of. Iron Fist in this issue, but, you know, we'll get to it, I guess. Uh, yeah, sure. Actually, there is Shadowland as well that has all these guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah I think that's yeah, the yeah, only yeah. other one, though. We might have to do that sometime. That's, like, that's 2010? Yeah, actually, because like yeah. oh, I was just reading some of it uh, the other day. Um, just the Power Man tie-in. But, yeah, we'll... Oh, yeah. Yeah, we saw that on Goodreads. We should do that someday. Uh, but... Mm. But, uh, oh, yeah, so, Ray, you, I'm sure you know this. Uh, Connor, yeah, me and Lil's call Spider-Man king of the selfies because, I mean, come on, he was the first guy taking pictures of himself <laughs> way back in the 60s, so he's the king Very of the selfies. Very good point, so. yeah. <laughs> On a good old Sony point and click. Gotta love that they still have ties with uh, Spider-Man after all this time. <laughs> uh, but, yes, uh... All right, I'll go through the synopsis. Just stop me if anyone hears anything. I thought, I figure I'll stop when we get new characters, but, uh... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yes, it starts one evening. Spider-Man is hanging upside down from a cornice, taking pictures of an automobile accident. He never yeah, does that because that's big news. Auto <laughs> a car accident. <laughs> As usual, his rent is late, and he needs to sell something to the Daily Bugle. The rammed car is a purple Rolls Royce. Get it, purple? Because it is called Pawns of the Purple Man. Uh, it, it took me a while. It took me until he showed up to sort of click. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's only one page in, so... Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Purple rules, yeah, branding. Uh, and uh, the other is driven by two unsavory characters who emerge and start to threaten the rules driver. 
suddenly interested because there's you know money in, maybe in form. Spider-Man watches the rules driver, clad in purple, order the thug to unhand him and to beat each other into unconsciousness. As they start battling, Spider-Man swoops down to investigate and grabs the rules driver. Then he discovers to his to his surprise that the driver's skin as well as his as his clothes are purple. The purple man suggests that Spider-Man climb a lamppost, and he does so without hesitation. Then he tells him to recite some Shakespeare, but Spider-Man does not remember much Shakespeare. So the purple man allows him to sing some Elvis Costello. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Don't so sing it here. We'll get we'll, we'll, we'll get a copyright. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I was a bit I was a bit disappointed in Peter here with his lack of Shakespeare. Um, I guess he wasn't a theater kid though. He was, nah, a, he was a science. He was a science nerd. Two different not two a, different sections. Not artsy, yeah. And one one thing I was keeping an eye out for because you know like the Daredevil resists the Purple Man through his sort of strength of will, and I was interested to see how many of the other heroes would be put up against that test, and Spider-Man does not <laughs> no. have the chutzpah to, uh, Easily. Well, which I, try- I thought was interesting. I was um, trying to remember if I missed something, but, like, is there a visual component to the Purple Man's powers? Because otherwise, I'm like, wouldn't the Purple Man's powers work better on Daredevil because he could hear him better? Um, I, I read issue six, no, not six, whenever he showed the up. The first one, um, yeah. Way, way back. Somewhat recently... And I seem to remember it was Dead Evil's will that resisted, but I could be misremembering. The but, only uh, thing that controls Daredevil is his Catholic guilt, okay? <laughs> That's it! Uh, and women. And the women. Yes. <laughs> Touche, yeah. sir! He, beat, he yeah. beat me to it, to the, and the women. Yeah, yeah. It's quite the combination when you think about it. <laughs> well, he flops I mean, himself also, every time he cheats, yes. Purple Man's powers is, like in the TV show, is a little bit inconsistent in a lot of yeah. ways as well. Like, uh, we, later on he's talking about how he amplifies it because he's on the speaker system and stuff. So, mm. um, it's, yeah, a bit, you know, you just, you just gotta take it as it is and, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. As with the pimp suit, you know, you just gotta <laughs> roll with it. Purple yeah. pimp suit. Purple Rolls Royce pimp suit, the guy obviously, you know, He's got, the, what He's got is, some things going on. He's a test for people's culture. What do you call that little frilly thing, in the the shirt, the front of the shirt that he has? He's a pirate. He's That's wearing it. a puppy pirate shirt. <laughs> I was thinking about the fucking... Yeah. 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 just a really nice yeah. package. Speaking of which, he interrupted a drug deal, so there's that. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Uh, yes, because, yeah, so Spider-Man's singing there, singing Oliver's <laughs> Army. And Scud and his partner pummeling each other. The purple man calmly walks to his car and finds several packages. Walks to their car and finds several packages of heroin scattered about, <laughs> just strewn on the street. <laughs> well, it was a car accident. Got thrown from a yeah, car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Millions on the street. I'm surprised they didn't have like seat belted in, man. Oh my god, like a baby seat. Evidently, the criminals were making a narcotics delivery worth perhaps thousands of dollars. He muses. Another man might steal this stuff, he continues, but money means nothing to Kilgrave, the purple man. That's why you drive a Rolls Royce. Okay, buddy, sure. <laughs> well, again, would money mean anything to you? Because if you could just tell people to give you money or, you know, just yeah. tell you, walk into a store and be like, yeah, give me that whatever. And that would just hey, you, you don't even need money. Yeah, exactly. Uh, then sorry, to, uh, sorry to interrupt. I, I just looked through Dead Evil 4 again. Yes. And uh, it describes Purple Man as having the power to sap men's wills, and Daredevil's will is too strong. 
to um set. So uh you know. See in the world I live, I tell you, baby, it's a it's a it's a theme. Plot device, yes. <laughs> so we're so we're so we're saying Daredevil has the the biggest will out of all the characters in this issue. He is the man well, with no fear. Yes, not all of them get tested. I mean, like for me, Daredevil's never been like the best at anything, but he's always been one of the characters that like never gives up. Yeah, you know, yeah. has like yeah. unbreakable will. That's his thing. That, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's. He's a great fighter, but he's not like Marvel's best, you know. Mm. Same with his other. He gets players. it from his dad, because you know, to be a boxer, you have to think about that. Just well, get yeah. pummeled and stick, and then stick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, he knows how to take a punch. Hmm. Uh, then, after telling the battling thugs and Spider-Man to forget he was ever there, the Purple Man walks away. Sometime later, Hildy, a secretary, tells her boss, the the Kingpin. About the lost heroin shipment, the police call. Detroit won't like this at all. No, sir. Detroit won't like this at all. And the police, <laughs> con- and the police confiscated it. Says. So this, this, uh, so this is obviously after Miller introduced Kingpin into Daredevil, but mm-hmm. uh, K- K- despite Miller writing, Kingpin is very much the Spider-Man villain characterization. In this. yeah, well, even Daredevil, I, I feel as well. Um, in this, so he's. He's really, I think he's got a good voice for Spidey. Um, yeah. Frank Miller. So he does that well. So, but he's kind of kept it in that kind of, I don't know what you say, happy, happy realm. Yeah, happy tone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not particularly gritty. Uh, yeah. Pretty straightforward and basic. And yeah. More, and Marvel, it's Marvel team up. I mean, it's basically Spider Man's book. And, you know, more yeah, kids exactly. are going to pick this up and say, like, a Daredevil or, you know. You don't want Kingpin breaking people's necks in, like, you know, a comic that... He's a legitimate businessman, Connor! <laughs> he even tells Hildy salt. A spice importer. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> he's very legitimate. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, but, he, but he says they're, like, they're all his enemies, which we get with, like, Spider-Man and Daredevil, but, I mean, did, like, Moon Knight or Power Man and Iron Fist have, like, a lot of run-ins with the Kingpin? No. No. None. I could... Probably safely say, for Moon Knight, none. I don't think he's um, ever really... Probably not, at least not by 1981. No, no, definitely not. I mean, yeah. I could see Power Man and Iron Fist maybe, you know, maybe not directly, but like maybe like interfering with... Even Kingpin knows to stay out of Harlem, homie. Well, Even I mean, Kingpin. I, mean, I could see them interfering with like his drug operations and stuff. And I mean, if, if Iron Fist never, definitely never directly met him at this point... Um, and if Power Man did it, would have been in his solo series. Yeah. I haven't read those 50 issues. It's been a um, while since I read those. Yeah, I don't, I don't really remember Kingpin being in there. Yeah. I, I'm just thinking also as well, um, on that note about Moon Knight, I mean, we see also later on how he's still pretty much a fringe dweller here. Like, they even half mistake him for the villain towards the end. Um, uh, so even some of the heroes don't know him, kind of thing. So I think that's just, you know, it's a, a point of difference for him. As I mean, he's all dressed up. in white. You know, that's the white man coming for. Is that who's this? Who's this guy? Yeah. Who's this white, white, you know. <laughs> <fella? laughs> yeah. Um, he, he, he's got nothing against. Um, geez, what's this guy's name? Von Schnapple Schnapple. What, what the hell? Is this <laughs> Who is this guy? Doctor Schnapple. Yeah, Doctor Schnapple. I mean, I don't know. Let me look up I the notes. No this, idea. Is like, this is probably his first and only appearance. Probably. Yeah. Because exactly. I feel like some of the characters act like. They've met him before. I don't know. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It was very bizarre, um, though. Just, yeah. 
I think it's very much a matter of don't come back on Monday, Dr. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Snapple Schnapple. <laughs> Thanks for your services. Yeah, he didn't do a very good job. Nah. You just like see that beard. It's like, is that real? Is that a disguise? I don't, it looked like <laughs> it's a disguise. Come on. Yeah, it looked like he was perpetually in disguise. Yes, he was, yeah. yes. Heinrich von Schnickel Schnapp. This is his only appearance. <laughs> totally a legitimate real name. Totally yeah. not an alias. <laughs> Exactly. Yes, this is Heinrich Plot Device's only appearance. <laughs> Last name might as well have been MacGuffin. <laughs> uh, but yes, the police confiscated the drugs. Annoyed because the shipment was worth $6 million. Told you, millions. I know my drug money. Six million. <laughs> that's, 81, that's 81 money. That's when the dollar actually meant something, Will. Be worth billions in 2020, money. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He decides to learn more about the owner of the Purple Rolls Royce. Uh, that, yes, it was not Prince. Uh, so he orders one of his... <laughs> he had the pirate shirt. It could have been. <laughs> but I don't want to be mm. a pirate. Good point. Yeah. Uh. Too tall. Too tall. <laughs> uh, so he orders one of his henchmen, a white-haired man named Heinrich, to bring him in. <laughs> Meanwhile, the two thugs cannot explain to a mystified Lieutenant Nick Manalis at the local police station why they were beating each other up for two hours on Fifth Avenue. <laughs> what, what idiots. Uh, wouldn't you be uh, like, oh yeah, maybe they were sampling their own product or something? Yeah, that could have been high on something. Uh, yeah. uh, Daredevil enters through oh. a window and says that it is the work of the Purple Man. Uh, those dogs must have caught a whiff of some armadillos. I love that panel where Daredevil says, I've fought the Purple Man many times. Like he. What? And then th- once, you mean? <laughs> no, because no, in the notes, I think. Well, well, he calls him Kilgrave now, so it would have been a few times. Yeah, no, right? they said, like, at this point, the last time he fought him was, like, issue 154 or something. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, there was an editor's note. Yep. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he fight. I guess he fights him a few times, maybe a handful of yeah. times, and then you don't see the Purple Man for a long time until. Yeah, well, the '90s at least. I remember him go trying messing, trying to mess with that Nate Gray X Man, Will's favorite. He's not a villain. He deserved it. It's the only person I'll say deserved it. Oh, <laughs> I was rooting yeah. for him. Um, but I, I think Daredevil does have some of his sort of grittier presence here. Like he's gritting his teeth a lot, you know. And yeah. Some <laughs> okay. of that. And, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. he never he never did that before, but he started doing it. Now he does it like all the time. But <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's um, got like a shadowy presence sometimes, so. Is that what yeah, yeah, yeah. He does that whole kind of, like the Batman thing of bouncing into the office and then disappearing. Oh, race Well, favorite, I mean, if, race if there's favorite, a Batman yeah. in this issue, we all know who it is. Oh, come, come on. on. Come on. <laughs> oh, Batman. Oh, you gotta be like that, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's Ray's major. I was gonna say, don't you love it, Ray? You're getting it from three people tonight. Batman. <laughs> hey, oh. Hey, oh. Hey, Batman. Sausage. Can I also say as well, just like while we're lingering around these panels, I also love the logos that they put on for every time you get introduced to the characters. Yeah, so nice little touch with Daredevil. Now we saw Amazing Spider-Man, but we'll see it with the others. Really good stuff. In case you didn't know who Daredevil is, you unbaked heathens. Here's your blurb. Exactly. I know. 
and and Miller's on Daredevil at this point, right? So you know he's gonna like yeah. hype up Daredevil. Give me my shackle. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely gonna. Yeah, it was gonna hype him up too. Be like, hey, look how great this guy is. Look at his willpower. You should come read his book. Oh yeah. Well, it's yeah. also um like the the two villains in this are Spider Man and Daredevil villains as well. So yeah, yeah. You know, naturally, I think they should have the biggest roles. Oh yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, True. Well, it's like. Um, also, I just want to say as well, Purple Man. I, I really do. I don't know what you guys think of the the villain, but I really like the fact that he just casually says something and people just start following. It's a pretty funky power, like you know what I mean. I mean, oh, yeah. it was shown in the Jessica Jones TV show as well about how, like how potentially dangerous it is, and we see mm. this many times with him here. He even gets to a bit of a, a shady area later on. We'll see with the the horse and carriage that that scene. Um, but yeah, oh, Jesus uh, Christ, yeah. <laughs> it is, yeah, isn't that crazy? But oh, yeah. oh, oh, wait a minute. Three, three, the three wasn't enough. Okay, you're going to get more crap, Ray. Uh, that is Chad. The pop, oh! The pop, Chad, 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 Chad's in the house. Chad's in the room, throwing down the Moon Man remarks. Brutal. <laughs> all I'm saying is that who saves the day? That's all I'm saying. Let's, let's just read on. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. Uh, wait. Wait, who saves the day? Batman. Come on. <laughs> Look how big it is. No, 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 no. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that next last Sons of Krypton is going to be brutal. Yeah, that would have been... That should have been a drop there, Phil, if it was nice and clean, but... Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a bland, Jan. <sighs> Sounds like a bland, Jan. Uh, right. Well, thank you, Chad. I'm sure he, I'm, oh, there's people, there's at least two people watching. He's lurking. He's lurking. Uh, but yeah, so Daredevil comes to the police station, uh, and says it is the work of the Purple Man, one of his old foes. This, just then, Delaney, a police officer, interrupts to tell Manalist that the Purple Rolls is registered to a Zebediah Kilgrave. The address on the register. Zebediah! I mean, when you name your kid Zebediah, what do you expect? That's like a Children of the Corn name. Come on. Ooh. No offense. No offense to the Amish. Yeah, your kid's performing some kind of crime. Come on. Yeah, if, you, if you're not a holy man, you're a supervillain with that name. It's one yeah. or the other. Yeah, you're Pretty doing much. something. I thought they were Boston Pizza owners. Yeah. <laughs> well, obviously. Well, obviously. <laughs> of course. Zebediah. Uh, exactly. It's one of them Boston's. So yeah. The address on the registration is phony, he says, but Kilgrave has been traced to the most expensive suite at the Plaza Hotel. Ooh. Oh, I should have been Trump Tower. Come on. Oh, oh. I mean, honestly, 80s, 80s New York? Gold toilets, man. Just saying. Yeah, mm. cockroaches still. <laughs> by, by the time Manalist turns the reply to Daredevil, the crime fighter is gone. As he swings away on his billy club cable and grit his teeth, uh... He muses that. Yes, the- he always does this to me, and I'm like, I totally get Jim Gordon and Batman vibes. Yeah, oh, exactly. Shaking the fist as well. <gasps> Lilith again, Batman. You're come on, killing right here. Uh, but yeah, he muses the police do not stand a chance against Frank King- Miller. Blame Frank Miller. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. to be fair, Mill, a lot of Batmanisms that people associate with the character came from Frank Miller, oh, yeah. and Miller wrote. Daredevil before Batman. Yes, so. exactly. Exactly. Um, exactly. Born Again, Batman Year One, The Dark yeah. Knight Returns, yeah. yeah. And I think yeah. his Daredevil's better than his Batman anyway. Um, yeah. Year One's pretty good, though. 
Well, he doesn't have money, so it makes him a little more relatable and not as crazy like a rich billionaire yeah. dressing up as yeah. a bat at night. Yeah, I get, I get where you're coming from. All right. I can see so, that. I just think he's not a complete jerk to everyone like Miller's Batman is. So, you know. <laughs> not so, not out there sometimes. Well, he's oh. not a jerk to Jim Gordon, actually. True, true. That's because it's his boo, as we've well established over on We Are The Night, the Please. Batman podcast. Sorry, Ray. <laughs> Uh, as Ray says. What the F? Uh, oh wait, you got reinforcements coming here, uh, Ray. Chad says, yes. at least Mark can fix his villain problem. Skull <laughs> crossbows. Strike right, 100%. That's right. That's right. <laughs> hey, remember, you never want to uh, face to face with Moon Knight. That's all I'm going to say. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Alright, so. Where were we here? But yes, he's thinking about the police have no chance. Uh, mm-hmm. He, he who is for some reason unaffected by the purple man's power can bring him in. His thoughts are interrupted when he passes over a dimly lit street and spies two muggers attempting to rob a victim. In seconds, he knocks the thieves out and then he tells the man whom the muggers called Pop to report the incident to the police. It was only a common <laughs> everyday mugging, he thinks, as he swings away, but he could not ignore it. And it cost him precious time. That uh, was... That's kind of interesting. I was like, you know, it was just one page, and it just shows like what Daredevil's all about. I guess I think it's a pretty mm. good character introduction. Yeah, um, yeah, because obviously it doesn't fit in with the larger story. But no, no, not at all. Just a little bit of a. Um, and there to yeah. note, there Connor. I guess if we're to liken it to Superman, um, no crime mm. is too small. I guess. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. That um, was one of my previous quibbles. Um, Connor and I have had long conversations about that, but you know, understandable. Superman, he can't just be cosmic and, and all that. He 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 does he does fight crime for the everyman as well. I mean, yeah, like you, it's understandable if you'd rather see him do cosmic yeah. stuff because you know. Well, that's but, my um, well, that's my problem with any of the comics or the movies when they want to make him like the alien loner. I'm like, he loves people, you know, even if mm-hmm. he doesn't have like yeah. parents or something. He, he loves, loves people whose names have a double L in it. Let's just. Let's just get yeah, back Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor. Lois Lane. Lois Lane. That mermaid lady. Yeah. Uh, Not all people. To, uh, Alien Warner Superman, who humanity turns on at a whim. Um, really like that. That's song. the most realistic approach, to be honest. Why did well, you that's say that's that, what yeah. Denny O'Neill did and uh, Elliot Magan and stuff back in the 70s, which I'm really big on, so... Yeah. But he is a people person. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh, Aunt May's putting her records on, boys. Oh, yes. Yes, because meanwhile, Peter Parker and Aunt May are at Peter's Chelsea apartment when a television newscaster relates the story of the purple Rolls Royce colliding with the car loaded with heroin. Uh, Peter's spider sense starts to tingle, but for the life of him, he cannot understand why. When the bulletin mm. mentions that Spider-Man was seen hanging from a lamppost, he racks his, bla- uh, his brain trying to remember the incident. Aunt May sees that the program is disturbing him, so she turns off the television and puts on one of his records, which which just coincidentally... Was it the Spider-Man Jam record? Or? That, that yeah. Christmas album? Yeah. <laughs> which just happens to be Elvis Costello's Oliver's Army. Just by coincidence. Yeah. She's picked the right record. Good on you, Aunt May. Well done. Some vinyl. <clears throat> oh, and they bring that back. Peter Parker's a vinyl collector. The <laughs> vinyl collection. But deep down, Peter Parker... You know, it tweaks something in his mind. I know. I, I, 
I'm they always make the spider sense whatever they need it to be, but I'm just like Yeah. Pretty was he was he in immediate danger or was it just like, oh hey, the purple man affected you and you didn't realize it, so hey, that's danger. Um, Psychosomatic! Say it with me. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, speaking of inconsistent powers, and part of me like I can't yeah. help whenever he uses the spider sense. Because I kind of grew up on those movies, like the Sam Raimi, where he goes into slow-mo. Yeah. So I'm like, he's just looking at the record player, and everything goes slow-mo. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, I always think, like, modern writers, if there was one thing they could change about Spider-Man, it would be that Spider-Sense. It's like, yeah, thanks a lot, yeah. Stan. Yeah, there's your camera, Jughead! Use it! <laughs> Jeez! <laughs> But again, his spider sense tingles fiercely, and he realizes that something strange must have happened to him that evening. Aunt May spiked the punch. Thinking that he may have taken pictures of the incident, he runs, much to May's astonishment, out of the room with his camera and heads for the Daily Bugle, where he develops the film. Doesn't he usually use his bathroom as a dark room? Again. Aunt May's there. Don't want her walking in on him. Um, and she gets startled and die. That's that's what Aunt May's all about. She's got that, She's got a strong ticker. You know, he has insanely she, strong. She, 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 You've been dying since the sixties. I was going to say she, <laughs> she had several close near death experiences in the comics, and now we just de-age her every couple of years. Yeah. Well, Lil, if you want to tell Connor your, your Aunt May theory, or well, no, actually, it's, it's Uncle Ben is Mephisto, but they had a they had a bit of a, a fight before he died, so that's why he's keeping her alive. He doesn't really want her down there with him, nagging him. You know, it's the first time he's been free of Aunt May, so he's trying to keep it that way. That's my personal headcanon. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, one more, that whole one more day thing, I was like, she so. was already like a thousand and one. What are you yeah. doing, Peter? <laughs> Let the old woman die! I mean, she you, looks weathered. Can you, you know, imagine that again, the whole power yeah. and responsibility thing? And knew all he's been dedicating his whole life to the devil. I know exactly. Wouldn't I mean, that be the ultimate plot twist? I'm just saying. You have a really cool <laughs> Ghost Rider crossover to wrap it all up. <laughs> the well, the well, If you're reading current Spider-Man comics, uh, yes, Doctor Strange. Oh. <laughs> red shoes, red shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I told you people from the beginning it wasn't Mephisto and One Division. Shut up. <laughs> uh, but he heads to the bugle, develops the film. When he sees the shots of the Rolls Royce in the Purple Man, his memory returns. Then he changes it into his Spider Man costume and web swings out over the city, hoping that his spider sense will uh, get. Now it's a locator. His spider sense yeah. will find the Purple Man for him. <laughs> the next day, Heinrich von Schnickel Schnape, the Kingpin's yes. agent. Schnabel! <laughs> von Schnabel! <laughs> oh my god. Frank Miller, how dare you? The Kingpin's agent climbs the wall of the Plaza Hotel with suction cups to the purple man's suite. <laughs> a, I mean, he's like hanging upside work? down. Like, yes, yes, no sign of stealth. He's got his hair just like flapping in the breeze. Well, I can he's, say, got his, he's got a suit on while he's doing this as well. I mean, he's got to be so high up, you can't probably can't see him from the street, but still. Oh, come on. What's that his old man <laughs> well, I know. This is only appearance, so you are right. Yeah. Um, that we know of, like I said, that's totally an alias. So any any unnamed assassin we see throughout the Marvel Universe, headcanon, it's this guy. Master disguise. <laughs> Yo, no, oh turtle, my, turtle, turtle, turtle! Oh my god, Chips of, Dar- Chips of Darcy's gonna have him sharing a cell with Matt Murdock. <laughs> uh, when he peers through the window, he sees two policemen standing on their heads. 
What a strange country the German marvels to himself. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the American custom? No, yeah. <laughs> Why did he pay these men to dress like policemen and stand on their heads? Uh, when he sees the purple... Don't man, kink shame him! <laughs> uh, oh... Chad cracked it. He knows who Schnick, uh, Snapple Man is. Schnickle Snap. Who is he, Chad? Bullseye's real. Oh! Yeah, yeah. Head <laughs> cannon! Head cannon accepted! So, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't put it past Bullseye's. Yeah. Yeah. What well, is it like before a... he became cool, though? So. <laughs> I mean, that beard looks fake. It could be. Yeah. When he sees the purple man exit through the door, he cautiously follows him through Central Park. Unaware of the assassin, Kilgrave muses that a few hours on their heads should teach those rude policemen some manners. Then he stops a man and a woman for some conversation. Okay, here's the creepy part. Creepy! Creepy! He quickly tells the man to jump in the Hudson River, but he tells the woman, who is quite pretty, to accompany him into a carriage. It is already... I want some company. (laughs) He just says, I want some company. (laughs) Get in! Thank you for the Get in, loser! (laughs) We're getting hashtag rapey. (laughs) Jeez! The 80s, the things people could get away with, man. Well, that's what Bendis did in Jessica Jones. I mean, he, like... Oh, he, yeah, we know. Yeah, like, he I mean, t- this is... This but is Bendis Miller. is a little creepy. I'm just... But, Connor, this is Miller all over again, you know? Well, oh, yeah. not all over. This is one of his early stories. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we, we've talked about it, too. I mean, look at Born Again. Look at the Batman stuff. He has issues with women. He does. Who hurt you? Who hurt you? You know, half these women are like porn stars or hookers or you know. <laughs> yeah, but on the on the same token, Born Again's the first time Karen becomes like a good character. So yeah, yeah. You know. Well, yeah, no, no. <laughs> and then she's sure. like good after that as well. Lilith she's says never. I say yes. I I agree with you. Yes. Well, Karen was yeah. very one dimensional before. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever. I know Ray did listen to Dave's Daredevil podcast. Yeah, Dave, J, um, J. David Weeder. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he, he had, uh, actually, I, I'm not sure what your language code is here, so I'm just gonna say he called her something really funny, though. Um, <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> and he's, like, usually really nice, so that's why it was so funny. <laughs> well, well, yeah, like, in the original issues, like, she learned who he was, then she went off to Hollywood to become an actress, and do you know who she kind of got into a quick relationship with when she was in Hollywood? Yeah, old JB. Johnny um, Mays, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was. She's that got terrible taste in though. men, obviously. <laughs> what what redheads with bad decision making? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yes, so, uh, purple man takes uh, the woman. Uh, come, it is yeah. He tells the people in the carriage to get out. Uh, as the carriage rattles through the park, Kilgrave compels the woman to kiss him, but is disappointed and tells her to leave. Yeah. What what is that? I wonder. What was this a bad kisser? Well, <laughs> it's 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 not like if you he's pouting. Get it's out! It's not actually it's not sexualized at all. Like it looks very uncomfortable and awkward. Um, yeah, it looks like she's very. He literally like, kicks her out, like on her bum. He kicks her on her bum. I mean, he literally he, kicks yeah. her bum out out of the. Carriage. I mean, when you use the powers, I mean, is it is the whole thing very robotic? Well, he says it's not fun anymore, so. He's literally pouting about it in the carriage. That's not fun. Yeah, he's got a pouting face. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> Where is me? Yeah, maybe because like you know, he, he doesn't get that return of like the kiss, right? Because she's just doing what he's telling her, so it's not like yeah, you know, 
He's very robotic. Yeah. Okay. Chad yeah. wants to know whatever happened to Karen. Does she still want a glass box on Bullseye's mantle? Better <laughs> <laughs> than chopped up in the refrigerator, but whatever. <laughs> Actually, I was talking the other day with a Daredevil fan, and we were just both saying how glad we were that they didn't bring Karen back to synergize with the Netflix show because that would have really sucked. Um, she should stay where she is. I mean, I, I like Karen, but it's like, how do you believably bring her back? Well, yeah, I like, and she had a good, she had a good ending, you know. So, like, it was a good comic. Just leave it. I mean, you get, kind of give her the the Electra, you know, bullseye. Put something. Look, look, Matt and Mary. Okay, that's it. Eminem, get it? Perfect. End game. Don't want to hear anything about Electra. Don't want to hear anything about freaking Karen. What type would Mary? Yeah, that, that's, that's his endgame. Hashtag fight me. Oh, I, I think technically it's Black Widow. Uh, oh, um, I might allow it. She's a redhead. I might allow it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. She got too much. Uh, but I don't know. They were pairing her with Winter Soldier for a while there. Well, you know. You can't get between Stucky. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm just going by end of days here. I'm, not, I'm yeah. not saying, like, they have a romantic, happy ending. I'm just saying, you know, just spreading his seed, as it were. Well, well it's Matt. Oh, That's Donna. what he does best. <laughs> that is Cutting what... the line here of censorship. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. As Kilgrave muses on how boring his powers has, have become... Heinrich suddenly... On Schnapple! Yes, yes. The oh, he falls out of a tree. <laughs> he suddenly drops down into the carriage, aims a gun at him, and tells him not to move. Kilgrave simply tells Heinrich to shoot himself, but before the assassin can do so, Kilgrave changes his mind and asks him to explain why he is there. Perhaps, Lucky. he says, it will prove interesting. Back at the Plaza Hotel, Spider-Man, guided by his spider sense, crashes through the window of Kilgrave's suite and finds the two officers. Uh... Uh, <laughs> Daredevil was also present and he quickly explains who Kilgrave is and whose narcotic shipment Kilgrave detoured once the kingpin finds Kilgrave says Daredevil he will surely understand the awesome potential of his power then Daredevil douses the two policemen with water and they snap out of their trance remember that plot uh, point kids where did, where did he find that wooden bucket but yeah, anyway. I mean, I don't know is where the buckets. I'm sure there's a sink. Was he, was he just waiting on Spider-Man to, to get the, <laughs> yeah, to, to demonstrate? Standing at the doorway, yeah, just waiting for Spider-Man. Well, he would have he would have known he was coming. True, yeah, true. Right true. Said, so. yeah, so setting himself up, theatrics. He heard that. Th- he heard that. Th- he heard them thwips. He knew. He had him flipping his way downtown. Yeah. You got Chicality and Deception, a powerful tool. Mr. Murder. But. Yeah, I mean, there was a bathroom in there. I'm sure you could get water, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where the bucket came. Oh, unless it was like. Was it the old ice bucket? Yeah, yeah. We'll it's been so long since I've been in a hotel. Like... Thank you, pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, remember the water snapping them out of it. He guessed that a sudden shock might draw them out of Kilgrave's control. Soon, Spider-Man and Daredevil are all crisscrossing the city, searching for Kilgrave. Suddenly, Spider-Man's... Oh, my God. Spider-Sense tingles, and he spots the purple man in the carriage far below. Swooping down, he grabs Heinrich's gun and collars him and Kilgrave, and then he orders the driver to take them to a police station. But Kilgrave simply tells Spider-Man to take a flying leap, so Spider-Man clambers up a nearby building and jumps off. Unfortunately, Daredevil catches him before he hits the pavement. Spider-Man Unfortunately. Tells- <laughs> I know, like, rude? <laughs> well, we what we tell this from a villain's perspective? 
I like a lot of the art of Purple Man in this issue. His facial yeah. expressions and stuff. I think they're very good. Yeah, I mean, it's a yeah, very, Trim- very pompous. Yeah, it was yeah. that Herb Trimpy. I like, I like a lot of his art, but I just think the Kingpin looks ridiculous in this issue. Oh, I love it. He's, As he so- should! Come on, think this is like eight, early 80s. We still got that 70s influence, the ascot, okay, that okay, white yeah. suit, very Otto-esque. I mean, it's almost- classic Kingpin. It yeah. is. And he's almost a perfect circle. It's fantastic. No, it's a perfect circle. He's as big, tall as he is around. Yeah. That was like the biggest twist. He thought Kingpin was really fat, and then it's like, no, he's full of muscle, and he can beat up Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> he's got zero percent fat. Just, yeah. yeah. Those that double chin is all muscle. Um. He's just shaped like a refrigerator. He's big boned. Yeah. That's all. A big unit. That's, that's it. Indeed, sir. Indeed. Uh, 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 <clears throat> Spider-Man tells Daredevil that the man told him to jump, and he did. What is wrong with that? Heinrich soon introduces <laughs> the purple man to the kingpin. Sounds dirty. The, the master criminal is amazed to learn that the accounts of the purple man's strange power are true. He asks Kilgrave about the rumors that he died while attempting to escape from Rikers Island prison, and Kilgrave replies that he simply planted them as a cover. It would take far more than a fall into the ocean to damage his chemically altered body. So that would assume then that he's is a little bit more durable. Yeah, which I don't think they've ever used again, right? What in the Joker is going on here? Well, well again, it's like, especially over here, it's like any time you get doused with any chemical, you get at least a partial healing factor. Yeah, you, you're... Yeah. Yeah, you're it's not how this works at all, but okay. okay. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, no, Norman Osborn never got it healing factor yeah. eventually from that. And yeah. yeah. Uh, he, he, I just always think of, like, with Marvel villains, you know, just the amount of, like, lab accidents that just happen. And I'm just, I always think of, like, that family guy where Adam West decides to give himself superpowers and starts rolling in radioactive waste. <laughs> and then he gets, like, toxic poisoning in the hospital. Like, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> well, that's what we always say. You know, unlike the real world, the, Mar- the America of the Mar- Marvel Universe has no, like, a... Uh, OSHA? Uh, the government agencies, yeah, OSHA, none of them, you know, who you yeah. know, make sure you <laughs> have the, safety, yeah. Uh, just nothing. Uh... He had but one thought as he sank in, as he sank into the brine, he says. Revenge! Uh, interrupts the kingpin. No, replies the purple man. It was who needs the grief? Uh, after involving himself in battle after battle, he says he just decided to retire to the life of leisure that his power could provide. I mean, seriously. And this is something Kingpin can't get behind. He's like, all that power just going unused? What are you thinking, man? I mean, it makes sense. I mean, if you can give yourself whatever you want, I mean, why would you tangle with... It's It's the throw of a fight, man! That's what keeps you alive! I have a tiger. (laughs) Sorry, what was that, Connor? Oh, I was just saying, like, yeah, it's the smart approach. It was kind of refreshing to see a villain who's like, you know, no, I'm done with revenge. I'm just going to chill out. Not get caught and go to jail and die. Uh, yeah, yeah, seriously. Until, like I said, you know, I know of at least one appearance he makes in the nineties, and then like, I think he's kind of quiet until Jessica Jones. We did that whole thing with Heather Glenn's dad. Oh yeah, yeah. Which left, I guess, repercussions. Ah, another, uh, for young, that another, character. another young, another young lady on Matt Murdock's tab. Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> not a, not a happy story, though. Um, although, yeah. like, uh, as uh, David Weider pointed out, why would you choose Heather Glenn over Black Widow? Like, 
that just makes no sense to me. Yeah. I mean, unless you just, happen. unless you just want like an easy, easily suggestible woman. I mean, you know, Black Widow's going to tell call him on his crap. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but she won't die. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that maybe that's the secret. Maybe he's oh, gets sick of him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's sinister. Well, uh, Matt Murdock's a jerk. Then Kil- well, we love him. Yes. Then Kilgrave turns to leave, but the Kingpin fires a blast from his obliterator cane. I love it. The obliterator cane and orders him to halt. Kilgrave responds by telling the Kingpin to blow his brains out. At first, the kingpin raises his weapon to his forehead, but then, after a minute, he lowers it. He will give the orders now, he declares smugly. So, is he on a willpower level of, like, a Matt Murdock? Oh, hell yeah, he is! Oh, yeah. I thought that was real interesting. Um, Yeah. Well, hang on. He isn't, though, isn't he? Like, he's got those... Doesn't he have the earplugs? No, no, he doesn't have them yet. Oh, he doesn't have them yet? No. Because he starts to do it, and then he shakes it off. Oh, okay. I thought he was just pretending. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, maybe. Okay, sure. Yeah, oh, that okay. makes sense. Yeah, man. He went all Taylor Swift on him, man. He, he only believes in himself, man. This makes sense. He's very conceited yeah. and egotistical. Yes. Oh, I, I love the Kingpin. Oh, you know, He's I, all I self-made. Yeah, mm-hmm. I reckon this, you know. this guy, out of anyone, he would do it. So that's, um, yeah. like, he would be able to resist. So, yeah. I mean, come on. He walks around the world looking like Humpty Dumpty with the confidence <laughs> of a Brad Pitt. He's got willpower, okay? Yeah, he, he does. But again, yeah, let's just... I mean, that, I, that's probably why he works so well as a Daredevil villain, because like we were talking about before, he's kind of like Matt Murdock. He's kind of like a self-made man. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I mean, they, they do that dynamic a lot of, like, neither of them sort of giving up. Like, Daredevil Noir is a yeah good uh, summary of their sort of dynamic, I guess. Um, despite being, uh, like, not Earth-616. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, they both grew up poor, and they, yeah, they built themselves up. Yeah. Uh, then Kilgrave. Uh, oh yeah, there's the obliterator cannon. Uh, Let's just get to Power Man and Iron Fist. I'll try it, Watch man. an image of El Jefe. We're nearly there. Let's get let's get the Power Man, Iron <laughs> Fist, and that other guy. Uh, I know. <laughs> I had to wait so long. Oh my God. Kilgrave is astonished. I remember reading this. I'm like, where the hell are these other three at? <laughs> Kilgrave is <laughs> yeah. astonished that the Kingpin could resist him. Only Daredevil has been able to do that. He says. The Kingpin replies that Daredevil and all the others who have stood in his way will die. Okay, here we go. Elsewhere, Luke Cage and Iron Fist. The logo. Yes. Q in funky music. Mm. Leave the Victoria Theater after a showing of the martial arts movie, uh, Image of LG. Disappointed. El Jefe, come on, it's Spanish. Even though it's a kung fu movie, it's Spanish for some reason. I don't know. I think it's a joke because I'm pretty sure that movie doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Yeah, I was going to say because they're always playing. uh, They always see westerns, so it must be some sort of joke. I'm not sure what it is though. (laughs) Frank Miller joke, maybe. Disappointed, Iron Fist says that kung fu is a religion, not a pack of cheap fighting tricks as portrayed in the movie. Yeah, you tell him, Danny. Suddenly, a young woman chased by a gunman runs into the street nearby. Cage uses his bulletproof body to shield her as Iron Fist runs after the criminal's limousine and kicks in its window. 
So, oh yes, this is again, the, it's he flips, a, he flips the car as well. Sort so. of, I guess. I guess it's kind of two pages, but like uh, sets up what those characters are about at the time. You know, yeah. Luke Cage is like the brawn, Iron Fist is you know the well, I guess the karate guy. Precision, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But again, I mean, you've been coming to a lot of Power Man and Iron Fist corner. It's like. Luke Cage loses his shirt at least once in it. Once in it. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's And I'm okay with that. Bad. You shut your mouth. <laughs> it's just like, well, we we just, you know, we always go on because Luke Cage isn't wealthy, and he's just going through silk shirts like crazy. Um, I'm pretty sure that there has to have been a shot somewhere of his closet full of like yellow silk shirts. I, I think there was. I can't remember, but. Yeah. Plot twist, it was really just polyester. <laughs> I mean, well, the, the, the thing with Iron Fist costume, I don't know if you guys knew, but that was originally supposed to be a symbiote, because it kept getting torn a lot, and uh, John Byrne was going to make it a symbiote, because Kunlun was, like, technological, but uh, they used that later on for Spider-Man instead, so... But it would have explained oh. a lot with his costume, how the collar keeps changing in every panel. Um, <laughs> Disappears sometimes. It has to be a living entity. So, I mean, that would be that would be something if they made it like mystical or something, you know, or just like, hey, Iron Fist, like realigned molecules or something. Oh, I mean, they could still do it, really. Yeah. I mean, especially since they're doing constant symbiote events as well. <laughs> um, like, like, really I, I don't read them, but every time I look, there's just some sort of like planet symbiote or something going on. Um, King of Black is actually really good right now. It kind of got me... Uh... That's the current one, right. Yeah. Yeah, that one's were good. I mean, we've complained about all the symbiotes. Well, it gives me Namor, so, you know, I'm I'm not going to complain about anything that gives me Namor. So. Mm. Absolute Carnage was good as well. So. Oh, yeah. 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 But I think King of Black was even better, is even better, yeah. Is it? Wow. Yeah. yeah. But that's a lesson we always get. We, we were complaining about it. It's like before King and Black, it's like, it seems like everyone's got a symbiote. Now over in yeah. Avengers, everyone's getting the Phoenix Force. I mean, yeah. yeah. The Phoenix Force oh, used to be God. special. Now it's Charlie Sheen. It's been in everybody. Yeah. Hey-o. Hey. Although it's going to give us uh, Heroes Reborn. Oh, uh, yeah. The, if uh, we ignore it, maybe it'll go away. Yeah, I just, I feel the event that no one asked for. <laughs> oh, Charlie Esser is all pumped for it. But is no, it? Well, like someone was saying, did you see Spider-Gwen's going to be uh, Night... Night-Gwen. Night-Gwen, yeah, because since there's no Spider-Man, she's going to be Nighthawk's, uh, like, bad girl. And someone was yeah. like, oh, yeah, why are they going all DC with this thing? It's like, well, the Squadron Supreme is DC yeah. knockoffs, of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> After the car crashes into a traffic island, he pulls out the men inside and... Tell, and and turns them over to the police. Later at the offices of Heroes for Hire, Cage, Iron Fist, Colleen Wing, and Misty Knight question the woman. She says that she overheard two men planning a killing, and when they saw her, they sent the, the gunman after her. She does not know who the target is, but the murder will occur tonight at the charity show in the convention center. Colleen senses a trap, but Cage does not care. Oh yeah, the bulletproof guy don't care if it's a trap. <laughs> yes. Uh, the woman will remain with her and Misty, and he and Iron Fist will visit the center themselves. At nightfall, as an informant named nicknamed Pigeon feeds his pet pigeons <laughs> <laughs> his pet pigeons on a rooftop. Oh Lord! As he feeds, Who his is pig- he Mike Tyson? <laughs> I thought it was ridiculous. 
Uh, but yes, as he feeds his pigeons on the rooftop, some guy glides silently down and asks him whether he has Thank any you. information. Yes. Suddenly, yes. Pigeon replies that he has nothing. Suddenly, Moon Knight, that's right, the Moon Knight, says that they are being watched, and he hurls a crescent-shaped scarab dart down the barrel of the hidden sniper's weapon. <laughs> I thought he was, I thought he was just saying peace. But, you know, he does. <laughs> yeah, he does shoot it there. What we see here, though, this is a problem when you, you change your informants, you know, as Jake Lockley, he'd go to Crawley to look at, you know, word on the street. He, for some reason, goes to Pigeon, who ends up being, you know, it's a totally a ruse. I mean, forgot to mention as well that the prior scene with Iron Man, uh, not Iron Man, Powerman and Iron Fist, <laughs> uh, is that that was, this is all a ruse to get them all to the charity, all yeah. on the back of Kingpin. So, um, you don't have to worry about the, that woman who, who was being shot at because basically it's, it's all a setup. And similar here as well. Uh, it's a, a setup with this pigeon guy being picked off by this sniper, but they're all in cahoots. Um, and oh, no, I thought, I thought it was a good introduction to Moon Knight. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it mentions in the, in the caption his identities. So you kind of get that. Um, and you kind of get a sense of what he does. Yeah. Throw present darts. I mean, there's there's so many characters <laughs> yeah. in here. Yeah, you really can't do like a full thing. But I was just waiting for yeah. like Purple Man to try to take him over and be like, "Well, yeah, you got one of us. You got Stephen Grant." But yeah, <laughs> that would be really that would be really cool. Actually, he, he didn't. Yeah, he'd make use of that. That would have been a good good thing to Time do. Time to but... write an angry letter. Moonlight <laughs> fans in an uproar. Forty years later. <laughs> but Ray, at this point, they weren't like actual multiple personalities. Where they were, he was just like, "Oh yeah, now I'm going to be Stephen Grant." Like uh, they haven't really formulated. Or... Yeah, this is '81, so yeah. the the title, the solo series is only a year old. Uh, Doug mentions really trying to figure out what he wants to do with him. Um, so at this stage, it's Mark Spector playing the roles of Jake Lockley, Stephen Grant, Moonlight. It, it's not like. A dissociative identity disorder at all yet, uh, yet. So, yeah. It just becomes a. You can tell them they can do a limited series on this. <laughs> like, here's an idea. Yeah. It's kind of like. Just mention my podcast. <laughs> it, it reminds me of Mike Murdoch. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Creates exactly. too many identities. He starts getting confused. <laughs> yeah. Oh, then he gets himself into trouble. Oh, gosh, I've got to, like, you know, uh, Mike's now I've got three days. <laughs> These shenanigans. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's something Daredevil and Moon Knight have in common. They have nervous breakdowns every couple of years. Mm, mm. True. I can relate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I vacate you about it. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. A, a pretty solid, similar to Iron, uh, Iron Fist and Power Man. I was about to say Iron Man again. Uh, nice little short intro to, to yeah. the character. I mean, albeit, what, 20 pages into the annual. I mean, come on, <laughs> Jeez. I guess I didn't mind because I like Daredevil and yeah. Spider-Man yeah, so I much. Did. Yeah, but I did, if I, did. I was like solely a Moon Knight or a Power Man and Iron Fist fan, I'd be like, oh, don't they really and like switch, they <laughs> and switch. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And again, I think that, that was the whole point of Marvel team up. It was like, yeah, yeah, everyone knows Spider-Man, but it's like the inter- yeah. you know, you don't know certain characters, so it's probably it was probably you know probably trying to boost everyone else's book sales. I mean. Spider-Man's definitely met Daredevil, Iron Fist, and Power Man before this okay. point. Has he met Moon Knight before this? Uh, yes, he has. I okay. think he, yeah. I think he say, has. Didn't we cover that? <laughs> Spectacular Spider-Man, yeah, there's some early... Oh, right. Yeah. And, like, I guess... It, so, 
at this point in time at Marvel, I guess these guys are the kind of street level characters, right? Yeah. Like, the, the street level characters. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm saying that because they're all in this one issue and it, yeah, like the Kingpin, like their scheme is to get all the, I guess, street level heroes yeah. into one place. So I can't think of any other ones that were. Well, all the big the ones. I mean, yeah. Yeah, like he's so, a Punisher. He was a bit later, was he? No. Oh, I mean, hero is an interesting term for him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Punisher's around, yeah, but Punisher's the Punisher would have made this. He's so bad at his job; it doesn't even matter. So I'm, I'm trying to remember. Did he even run into the Kingpin at this point yet? Oh, well, eighty-one. I don't think so. I mean, we the did Punisher. Um, we did yeah, his first right. appearance. What was it like seventy-four or something? I mean, seventy-five guys in the yeah, like four seventy-five. Yes, I mean, it, yeah, he's only Punisher's only been around like six years. But or if, something. if you put the Punisher into a quote-unquote team up, it's always a barrel of fun. <laughs> well, that's like, what, well, that's what, everyone's always <laughs> like you know at each other's throats. Oh so. yeah, well that's what we said. Like Daredevil's <laughs> always like trying to knock him out or something. Something. Meanwhile, yeah. meanwhile, Spider-Man. Spider-Man's like, like no kidding. Yeah, Spider-Man. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I got that Punisher Essential Volume One, and like most of it is Spider-Man issues. Okay, right. Uh, And they have a really they have an underrated dynamic, I think, because Spider-Man is like he's much more, I guess, naive than Daredevil. Yeah. So his dynamic with Punisher is kind of funnier. It's like, hey, can you stop doing that? (laughs) You know, you can't just kill people, Um, and all just and he can just make Punisher not do it because Punisher doesn't have powers. He knows that. He can't do anything against Spider-Man, so he has to play it by his rules. Well, some, Unlike yeah. Daredevil. Well, yeah. well, some of those first appearances in Spider-Man, Daredevil had, or Punisher had, like, he could switch from, like, regular bullets to, like, what do you call them, Mercy bullets, where they just, like... Yeah. Just, like oh, like, God, don't just, bring up the Mercy bullets! Yeah, they were just, like, <laughs> lasers or something. It's like, okay. Uh, but, yes, yeah, so a sharp punch from Moon Knight knocks the man out. Pigeon explains that he was afraid to say anything because he knew the man was there. But now that he is safe, he can say that someone will be killed at the charity show tonight. After Moon Knight glides away, Pigeon removes the sniper from the pole that Moon Knight hung him from, and they congratulate each other on leading the crime fighter into the kingpin's trap. That naive Moon That naive Moon Knight. So, is Pigeon... Is he like a regular Moon Knight character? Is okay. Nah, I think I think the first night, like Von Schnickelschnapple. I think the oh, he's better than him. <laughs> well, again, he was leading. He was leading yeah. Moon Knight in the trap, so he's probably like one of just one of the Kingpin's men or something. Yeah, yeah. Mm. All right, here we go. Now we're getting to the good stuff. Two hours later, at the Daily Bugle building, J. Jonah Jameson dresses for his part <laughs> as Master of Ceremonies at the charity show. As he bids Gloria Grant goodnight, he passes an office where Joe Robertson and other Bugle staff members are conferring with Spider-Man and Daredevil. Jameson is... Out! 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 All of you filthy vigilantes, get out of my office! This is pretty funny. It would have been funnier if they had Moon Knight, Power Man, and Iron Fist there as well. Yeah, everyone. Give them a stroke or something. I like the Clark Kent cameo as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jameson is furious at seeing the two crime fighters, particularly Spider-Man, in his building and orders them out <laughs> at once. At the same time, in the Kingpin's office, the Kingpin gloats that fate has at last delivered Spider-Man, Daredevil, Moon Knight, Power Man, and Iron Fist into his hands to be destroyed by the power of the Purple Man. The best thing is, he's got that power pose, but he's by himself. <laughs> In the office, yeah, <laughs> he's just cracking. What a pose! Look at that! Look at the crowd. <laughs> look at his face. Hey. Like he's looking. Like he's about to have a stroke. He's just 
Confidence. <laughs> Let me say, when you search for Kingpin, I think like the number one question is like, why is Kingpin so thick with two C's? <laughs> 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 I, just, I just wanted to shout that out. I just that made me chuckle. <laughs> He's thick and he owns uh, it. Uh, that's not Humpty Dumpty. I don't know who that is. I'm uh, sorry. Uh, that's what I'm saying. The shape is very weird in this issue. But the prevent yeah, it does look like an egg. It, it's that hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh-huh. But he, this is where I thought, like, again, look, so he gives the earplugs to Von Schnickelschnapp. Special earplugs. Yeah. So I'm assu- I assumed that he had worn them. But, I mean, it's not like these came out of the blue. Uh, then, yeah. I think that was a, I thought it was a setup. That, that's how we kind of counted power, uh, Purple Man before. Um, mm. He's got the technology. So I don't think so. I think it's, I think it's more a matter of just like, hey, Let's give the henchmen some earplugs. I don't think it was set up or anything. Because yeah, no. how, how would he know? But how would he know to wear the earplugs? Like he would have tested if it, it before. If it was set up before, it yeah. would have told you because this comic isn't subtle. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it, it wouldn't. Yeah. So I, I just think it's like. And again, there's yeah, there's so much going on. Yeah, you're, yeah. you can't okay. spend time oh. explaining these here. Again, modern comics. If this was mod, yeah. if, if, if this so was the modern, origin of those earplugs would be a whole issue. <laughs> I mean, this, yeah, would, this, be, this would be six. It would be less good and entertaining as well. Yeah, it'd be six. Yeah. To tw- it would be six to twelve issues. Issue one would be Spider Man. Issue two would be Daredevil. Issue <laughs> yeah. three would be Power oh, Man and Iron yeah. Fist. You know, I yeah. kind of want that now. Like the the <laughs> the Ultimate Spider Man arc, but good. Ooh, you know? well, like, that'd be fun. That'd be Ouch. <laughs> well, okay, that arc was good, I should say, but Iron Fist got you know kind yeah. of shafted at that. So because it's Iron Fist. You're talking about this, um, this dog? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, he turns out to be like a mole or something, I don't know. Bendis, no. Bendis, Bendis! Oh yeah, Bendis hates Iron Fist, that's right. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, he seems like he hates a lot of guys. Uh, but... but so the, we're at the charity. Oh yeah. yeah, but no, yeah, he... Uh, and I but, should point out, Peter knows who Daredevil is at this point. No. No, 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 he doesn't. He, he, he does it because he leaves that note for Matt, like, very early on. They just, I think the writers just forgot about it, but Spider-Man figures out who Daredevil is, like, all the way back in Daredevil 24. Really? Yeah. Uh, um, I was going to say, because Peter David did it in Spectacular Spider-Man, like, was it, like, mid-80s, yeah. Right, so they just, they Mate, just forgot about it. comes and goes. Yeah. Um, I know that Daredevil amnesia, that Marvel amnesia. Hey man, they all get hit in the head a lot. Yeah, you know? yeah, one too many hits in the head. I think. So. Yeah. But uh, I love, I love this, uh, this shot of all of them in plain clothes in the in the audience. Oh fun. yeah, it was just fun to see them all kind of together, all in and the same t- section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A- even without their word balloons, you can you can tell who they are. Like yeah. Um, although. Uh, yeah, no. Moving on. <laughs> but yeah, no. The kingpin tells Heinrich to kill uh, Kilgrave, you know, so his power can't be used against him. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, at the uh, at the whatever. Yeah, soon Jameson begins his long-winded self-aggrandizing opening speech at the charity show. In the audience are <laughs> Pete. Oh Lord, Peter Parker's there with Deborah Whitman, Good Lord, Matt mm. Murdock. Luke Cage and Danny Rand and Moon Knight as Stephen Grant and Marvel. He gets the best line though. He's like, we might not even get a chance to get into our superhero suits. Uh, Jameson, my boy, the bad guys did that. <laughs> so, what we should yeah. point out is 
uh, Matt doesn't have a date, and Luke's date is Danny. Yes. So. Of course. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Matt's oh, yeah, there with Moon no date and no friend, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Moon Knight's brought, uh, he's, he's brought Marlene across. Which that, that's good. his date, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. The, oh, I was say, there's no way, like, female characters, no way they're not, you know, it, have something going on. I was so. gonna say, was it, wait, wait, so he gave Marlene the night off from us waiting, waiting in his in bed, the bed in the laundry? Right, <laughs> 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 yeah, tonight you're coming out with me, he's like, you know. You need to put clothes on! <laughs> yeah, he could do yeah, exactly. Well, that's, it's a running gag, kinda, like, she's always in the bedroom in lingerie, um, wow. after or before did. he comes back from a, an adventure, so, yeah, because yeah, didn't he have that entrance that like came up like right in the bedroom and she's like right there? Like, yeah, yeah. He's got an underwater season. tunnel that goes in and it, <laughs> it comes out as a jacuzzi in the bedroom and more often than not, Marlene's there like Kiki, spread yeah. on the bed. Yeah. Wait, yeah. are you serious? Yes! Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the 80s. yeah. <laughs> You're like a secret that's jacuzzi that's entrance. Underwater entrance. Yeah. Yeah, that's like yeah. some Batman 66 stuff. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> That's probably what Adam yeah, West like really the, had. Not the PG version, I guess. But. <laughs> uh, so after the boring, uh, after boring the audience to death, the publisher introduces the show's first guest, Kilgrave. The people expecting Steve Martin begin to boo, but the Purple Man orders them to be quiet. And the Purple Man looks like Satan because his hair is like it yeah. does um, change. Oh, he wore a hat. You're right. Yeah, he wore a hat before. So. Oh yeah, this art. Some of the some of the expressions on the purple man's face. Uh, they immediately settle down. Then he singles out Matt Murdock as someone who is concealing something. Realizing that his secret identity is about to be exposed, Matt grabs his neighbor's cigar and throws it onto the empty seat in front of him. <laughs> the final cover starts to smolder, and Matt yells, "Fire!" in a crowded uh, theater. Um, Arsonist! Arsonist! <laughs> And, and that's actually a, a, probably a realistic representation because no one would leave in an orderly fashion. Everyone would just panic. And yeah, run. definitely. <laughs> Especially someone screams fire. And come on, yeah. Lil, if he dresses like the devil, what do you expect? The crowd panics and the crime fighters use the confusion to change into their respect. There's a whole hell of a lot of people changing into superhero costumes right now. Yeah, yeah. Moon Knight sees Spider-Man climbing down a wall. Thinking he might be the killer, and Jameson is his intended victim, he glides swiftly towards him. But Daredevil grabs Moon Knight in midair, and they fall onto the stage. I'm just going to say, like, classic Marvel team-up writing, like, perhaps I'll ask him after I bring him down. Like, literally shoot first, ask questions later. Like, I'm not blaming Moon Knight, I'm blaming, you know, the the classic Marvel team-up. Gotta fight. Um, Rare cases, they don't fight, though, but it's rare. Yeah, you're, especially in this era, you're not allowed to team up unless you throw, like, one or two punches. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so I just want to bring back that point. So 1978, so three years prior, um, in Spectacular Spider-Man 22 and 23, that's where Moon Knight and Spider-Man met. So he must have just forgotten as well. Uh, oh, he's forgotten about Spider-Man. So <laughs> that's why he's attacking Spider-Man. Hey, um, yeah. hey, Moon Knight has a lot of people on his mind, okay? Yes, hey. <laughs> that's true. All right. Just look at the way Daredevil lands. That looks like it really hurts. Yeah. Again, it's not a graceful weird. landing. He's not graceful, but he knows how to take a hit. All right, here's the good part. Hey-o. Then Luke Cage and Iron Fist enter, believing Moon Knight to be the criminal. But Spider-Man drops down among them and calls a truce. James well, they, they don't know who Moon Knight is. Yeah, I don't so. think they ever met, so that's believable. Yeah, that's that's like because they see him go to attack Spider-Man. He's literally in white. He's the white 
<laughs> that's, yeah, that's Kingpin, funny though. Kingpin wears <laughs> white too, Lil. Come on. Yeah, yeah he has a guy with a diamond in it. You know, he people has, that way. I'm assuming you guys have read the the White Man two parter in Deadpool with Power Man and Iron Fist. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, good, because it's amazing. Uh, <laughs> yes, I, I read the it, review, yes. Uh, interesting point, though, yeah, but Spider-Man does recognize Moonlight. He's the one that says, yeah. hey, guys. Yeah, that's, that's strange, anyway. Spider-Man should remember, he meets everybody. Yeah, yeah, true. Well, he meets too many people. Oh, that's true, he could be the one who forgets, because yeah. he meets everyone. Yeah. Uh, He's a doorknob, everybody gets a turn. Oh! Hey. No, it's just because he's popular, Will. Jameson imagines they have come to ruin his moment of glory and calls for someone in the audience to catch them. Then Kilgrave... Not catch them, kill them! <laughs> well, Kilgra- well, Kilgrave shouts yeah, kill the heroes. <laughs> Into the microphone and the audience rushes on stage to murder the five crime fighters. Daredevil calls for a strategy to deal with the crowd. But Cage, Cage simply shatters the wall in, in a nice splash page and the five men run out into the street. Daredevil and Moon Knight. Oh yeah! Come on, yeah. Oh, what are you okay. doing? Whoa! I don't think these guys a do. Good page. Oh yeah! Yes, yeah, Kool Aid Man, right? Uh, there. Uh, so yes, hiding. Uh, the two who stay behind the hide like cowards. Daredevil and Moon Knight uh, hide behind the building, letting the crowd pursue Spider Man, Power Man, and Iron Fist. As they return to the convention center, Daredevil explains Kilgrave's powers to Moon Knight. Back on the stage as Kilgrave challenges Daredevil to come out of his hiding place, Heinrich von Schnickelschnape aims his weapon oh. at the back of the purple man's head. But before he can fire, Moon Knight knocks him out with a throwing iron. Then he carefully examines Heinrich's body, trying to find out how the assassin resisted Kilgrave's will, and he soon finds the earplugs and inserts them into his own ears. That's not sanitary. Yuck. Yeah, I know. Well, better just being under Purple Man's control. That's true. Meanwhile, Kilgrave asks for the house lights to be turned off and then orders a spotlight turned on. He's such a fancy man. Illuminated by the light as he stands on the lectern, he tells Daredevil to reveal himself. Ordinarily, Daredevil can resist Kilgrave's voice, but now it is amplified by the microphones, and he is forced to step out of concealment. Then Kilgrave orders Murdoch to strangle himself. And as Daredevil's fingers wrap around his throat, he gasps for breath and sinks to the floor. Kilgrave barely starts gloating when Moon Knight walks out of the shadows and orders him to release Daredevil. The purple man tells him to eat his cape, but Moon Knight, much to <laughs> Kilgrave's surprise, knocks him out with a punch to the jaw. As Moon Knight helps, yeah, break that jaw, yeah, his neck. <laughs> as Moon Knight helps Daredevil to his feet, Daredevil asks that he keep his Matt Murdock identity, which Kilgrave just revealed a secret. But much to Daredevil's relief, Moon Knight can hear nothing with his ears plugged. So Daredevil <laughs> simply thanks him for saving his life. Again, so, it's like, he never said Matt Murdock. He said Murdock. So, yeah, again, if he had heard, yeah. it's like, yeah, it's some, yeah, his last name is Murdock, but I don't know which yeah. one. So I guess, sure. I don't know. But that, that's a really cool shadow of Daredevil in the shadows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, looking like a devil, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I thought it was an in, like as as you said, Purple Man's powers are like inconsistent, and I'm not sure the mm. logic is quite there. But it's yeah. a neat twist, amplifying it, and Daredevil can't resist it. You know, sort of get around that. Um, well, if any anything, he's addressed the fact that Daredevil beat him last time, so at least yeah. he's trying. Yeah, that's true. We'll actually. try it one more time, but we'll make it louder. We'll yeah. make it bigger. <laughs> turn it up to yeah. eleven. Just turn it up. Yeah. Yeah. Got no sense. Uh... 
The audience, meanwhile, continues to chase Spider-Man, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist down the city street. Suddenly, Spider-Man web swings up a wall. Cage thinks he is deserting them, but instead, Spider-Man spins a web net and drops it onto the crowd to slow them down. As the people struggle, he swings down, picks up Cage and Iron Fist, and swings up to a rooftop. Then he runs to a nearby water tank, explaining how Daredevil brought the two policemen out of Kilgrave's trance before. Cage tears the tank off its mount, and Iron Fist shatters it with his Iron Fist blow. Hundreds of gallons of water spill onto the crowd. What did somebody get hurt or something? Like hundreds of gallons of water. Yeah, one dude oh, says yeah. he's drowning. Like, <laughs> <laughs> or, or at least. And then he's like, "It worked. Now let's get out of here, Zoinks." I mean, I, mean, I gotta say that's that's sort of very like the the splash page of Spider Man's head and Power Man eyes. That's not a great. It takes not about, the best look. <laughs> it takes about half the page. The Spider Man. Spider Man's head. head is like a balloon. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what? Oh, wait, so Water Tower, Splash Page, I got you, Connor. Yay. But again, well, what did that speaking hurt? of that, what did that maybe that... Like, throw people to the street? I mean, people could be smacking their heads off the street. It's like, okay. Oh, yeah. Crushed. Yeah. Like, they already went... But remember what happened to Gwen Stacy. Pete's not the best. <laughs> wow. But the, the thing is, like, with the Water Tower, it's like, um... You know, maybe give that a Splash Page, since Luke got one. Earlier, yeah. instead of Spider-Man's balloon head. Um, yeah, 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 that would have warranted a, a big splash page. I mean, no pun intended, but yeah. Yeah, no pun intended. Just got to like, a paddle, though. And, again, right paddle. and again, we got so much of Spider-Man and Daredevil, I think they wanted to give, you know, Moon Knight, uh, Iron Fist, and Power Man's, you know, stuff, to, you know, major stuff to do in the issue. So yeah, yeah Moon Knight saves Daredevil, Power Man and yeah. Iron Fist bring this water tank down and soak everybody. Um... Mm. But, yeah, soon they're all back to normal, though. Soaking wet, Jameson starts to splutter insults at Spider-Man, but Spider-Man tells him to be quiet. He just saved this town, he continues, and he will go on saving it. And Jameson will continue to print lies about him in his newspaper. Fake news. But whenever he See gets... See in the funny papers! But whenever he gets angry with the publisher, he's, he says as he departs, he will remember this moment, and it will make it all worthwhile. Soon, a gag Kilgrave is led away into a police van under the watchful eyes of Moon Knight, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and Daredevil. Hildy brings the Kingpin the bad news that his plan backfired. Both Kilgrave and Heinrich have been jailed, she says. The Kingpin- You blew it! (laughs) You blew it! (laughs) Yeah, Jesus. Pretty, uh, ballsy of her to say that. But, uh, she she later says, I hope you aren't angry with me. Because you know what Kingpin can do, right? So, yeah. He's killed people for less. Yeah. Like, literally, he has killed people for Oh, yeah, there's like, there's, like, a Daredevil where she's talking to, like, a bunch of lawyers, and one of them does, like, a, uh, quotes, yeah, like, a, that like a Latin phrase, and they're, like, all the rest of them are like, oh, my God, you know, he's bringing up King Prince un- uneducated roots, man, and he yeah. just, over, just, like, crushes the guy. crushes head. his head, doesn't he? Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. They're all, they're all, like, sitting at a board table. He just comes up behind the guy and <laughs> crushes his head. It's just yeah. Not good. Uh, so yeah, so Hildy's all way in the right to say, yeah, you're not mad at me, are you? Yeah. Uh, but the Kingpin is furious, he says through clenched teeth, that although he may have, he may be beaten time after time, he only has to win but once. That's true. That's true. It's like a Spider-Man. The end! For now! And we never saw this team up again. I mean, probably parts of it, but it's like, yeah, I mean, I don't think we've ever gotten all five of them ever again. Oh, uh, there's Shadowland. Yeah. yeah. 
true. But outside uh, but, of that. Uh, yeah, I don't think they reminisce about this adventure. Going, oh, I remember that time we fought Von Schnickelschnap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. I mean, one. That, that's like when Iron Fist and Spider-Man teamed up to fight that guy who, like, turned into goo or dust or something, and oh, they never okay. brought that up again. Um, yeah. so, Too many adventures. Yeah, there's so many. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, like, the Kingpin's face on that second panel at the bottom, of, you know, he's... <laughs> And then, again, it, it, despite the fact that Daredevil, that Kingpin's a Daredevil villain in his own comic right now, it reinforces, like, the Spider-Man yeah, true. Uh, villain at the end there, so. Because Spider-Man's the only one that matters. He's the cash cow. Sorry, buddy. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> well, it's just because oh, Miller's writing it especially. Yeah, so exactly. It, go, it kind of goes... Him to... Exactly. It go, yeah. Uh, Daredevil, but he's, he's, you know, kind of like kowtowing and saying, yeah, yeah, this is a Marvel team up. This is a Spider-Man. I wouldn't say it's kowtowing. I would say, you know, he's writing Editorial choices. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sure well, he knows which comic he's writing. Yeah. He doesn't have to put his own stuff in everything. Like, yeah. Like modern comics. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Modern comics could never. Everybody wants their shekels. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. is a mess because they all want to do their own takes and it always messes up other stuff. But they that, don't care. That's true. That's so, true. Yeah. yeah. But so I mean, he's done. He's done well, Mr. Miller here, to you know keep I mean, things consistent. I mean, yeah. If nothing else, I mean, it, for one issue, fitting all these characters in here, and I mean, yeah, it's not a bad job. But yeah, modern comics, they would never do this in one issue. Oh no, for good or bad. No. No. I kind of, I really do like. I mean, when I read annuals like this and issues, like, I really do want the old two in ones or team ups to come back. Um, that we had it briefly yeah. with the two in one, right? With the, the thing, and I didn't read it. Was it was it a Zadarsky one? Um, it oh was yeah, not well, that the, long the, ago. It was the thing in the Human Torch. Yeah, yeah, that was that would have been cool. Um, but yeah, need more of this stuff. Well, I mean, if anything, I mean, it, yeah, we, we've said that before on LSK, even with the yeah. DC Comics Presents and Brave and the Bold yeah. on their end as well. You know, yeah. just more more yeah. team up books with, with like. You know, because we have stuff like Batman, Superman stuff, but, you know, something with, like, a rotating sort of yeah cast. I don't um, know if, like, it's, like, part of the problem with any of the team-up books, especially with, like, guys like Spider-Man or Superman and Batman who, like, have their own books. It's like, you really can't alter anything Multiple about books. Them. And the, yeah, you, can, you can't alter anything about them in the team-up book, so it's like, you can only do yeah. so much. And... But you, yeah. you, they... They were still really good stories, though. Like, they oh, yeah. were generally, they are really good runs. Like, mm. um, and, you know, they would also be vehicles for lesser-known characters to uh, oh, yeah, have their stories wrapped up, like Iron Fist did, or, yep. you know, have, like, continuations, you know. Um, but you know, yeah, I prefer it, that than some yeah. of the stuff we're getting. But it, obviously, I mustn't be making making the units that they want because yeah. you know, they haven't decided to. Marvel Comics Presents has been dead in the water for how long as well? So, big yeah. units, They're big units, plenty of units. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I, we Plus, about- they're doing that adventure with uh, IDW too, so it's like you oh, know yeah, they're kind of spreading thin on stuff like that. What is that? That IDW stuff? I don't. I never understood that. I never pick it up, but I'm just like, why is this a thing? They're, I secretly think they're going to buy IDW, honestly, and that's 
Just getting everybody ready. Well, I know at least the Spider-Man stuff, because I got some of it for Luca. It's like, you know, it's like an all-ages, like the Spider-Man one at least. You know, it's Peter Parker. Captain Marvel is all-ages too, the one they have over there. Yeah, but like the Spider-Man one is basically into the Spider-Verse. You know, it's Peter Parker, Miles Morales, and Gwen Stacy. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like for the, you know, it's an all-ages book, but... Mm -hmm. Well, no, me and Loth have been screaming the last couple weeks. We want to... uh, a uh, monthly uh, Spider-Man Daredevil team-up book. That would be yeah. Cool. yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. It would be a second title for Daredevil, which would be, would be yes. cool because, um, like, yeah. never happens. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's yeah. always had a run, but it's only been one comic. Yeah, so. he's been very consistent. It's like, oh yeah, but it's, I don't, I don't yeah. think he's ever been. I don't think he's ever gotten to a point where he's not being published, right? Like, he's always. Yeah, I think uh, so. since his conception. Oh, right. he's Bill, do you remember any? I'm pretty sure. I mean, there's a what was that in the 2010? Was it the? Yeah, I was gonna say the tens. Well, after Shadowland, like they kind of did a thing. Matt Murdock like went on a road trip. That was like a six issue miniseries. Oh, but they kind of right. turned his book into uh he asked Black T'Challa. Panther. Yeah, he asked Black yeah, Panther T'Challa, to watch yeah. Hell's Kitchen. That was a, that was a pretty good run. Yeah, yeah, that was a very good run actually. Yeah, because Frank- they just yeah. yeah, yeah, right in the Mark Wade. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that Black Panther one was good because like people didn't even yeah. know it was T'Challa. Like he took a secret identity as like a diner owner. Mm. Right. Yeah. So what'd you guys think? What'd you give it? Yeah, letter grades. Let's see. Yeah, Connor, do you want to go first? Uh, you go first. All right. Uh, I give this. I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, it's it's a thing of its time as well, but there are pros and cons to it as well. So I, I'd give it a. I know, a solid B. I think it was it was a uh, pretty enjoyable. Um, like also helped by the fact that I do love all the characters. Not like I have one vested interest in just one of them. Mm. So it was sure, it was enjoy- Dan. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I did too. So it was a uh, it was enjoyable just from the get go because Spidey, Daredevil, um, and you got some really good villains like you know the Kingpin and Purple Man. I, I really do like him as a villain because he just seems to be so. So powerful, you know, and he's not overused either. So no, he's not overused. Absolutely. So yeah, a B, a not solid, solid run. It's just like telepathy. It's like an insidious power. You know, it's like one of the most evil powers. How how could it not be? It's a violation of one's mind. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Um, B. How about yourself, Connor? Um, I think it was. I think it could have been. I think it was a better idea than what it ended up being. Um, I mean, as like Ray, I I'm a huge. Uh, like, you know, pre One More Day, I'm like a huge Spider-Man fan yes. and I'm a huge Daredevil fan as well. So I wasn't just here for Iron Fist. And so I, and you know, I, I like Power Man and Moon Knight. So I was, I wasn't, you know, concerned that my characters weren't getting enough screen time or anything. But that being said, even though I might have said contrary earlier, I feel like they all could have met up pretty early on. Mm. Um, and there was just, I don't know, it was just a couple of weird things. Like, it, it was good of its time, and yeah. nothing, it wasn't groundbreaking. Um, so I'll give it, like, a C plus. I enjoyed it. And a C plus is, like, you know, it's, it's still it's good. Like a B minus, isn't it? Um, <laughs> well, no, that's the next one. Oh, is it? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> all uh, right. Yeah. Okay, Lilith, all right. Let, you want an honest opinion? All right, Lilith, go ahead. Oh, I think it's a solid B as in boy. Um, especially for how many characters they had. Yeah. I think they did as good a job as they could. And, you know, they could have 
script this. I mean, it was, it was at least it wasn't 26 True. pages. Imagine if it was only 26 pages. <laughs> well, yeah, that helped it. The annual helped it. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they were going to attempt this if it wasn't an annual. They could, they could never in a regular book. So yeah. I think as far as annuals and team ups go, it's pretty dang good. And the fact that they tried to like you know escalate the scope, and they never tried it again. But <laughs> solid B for me. The artwork really brought it down. Otherwise, if you look at it from the product of its time, it could have been an A, but that artwork was wonky in a lot of places. It was a bit wonky, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like I said, yeah, like Kingpin and stuff. Uh, I gotta go. It might shock you, but B minus, because yeah, the art really brought it down. I mean, it's a product of its time, and it did what it did. Again, I like all these characters. I don't know if it was just Miller playing favorites with Daredevil, but I feel like we could have maybe did more with Moon Knight and Power Man and Iron Fist and again can you imagine if we would have did this exact same story with like put John Byrne on this or something Oh, for the art Oh, yeah oh, all the way the art would have yeah, been uh, yeah, like an art at least an artist of that caliber like John Byrne or something yeah. Yeah. I mean, we would have got lots of Iron Fist love if it was John Byrne at least yeah exactly <laughs> uh, but yeah so yeah, yeah. B minus okay so for my maths, that's uh, that's an A, average of an A. <laughs> uh, okay. Um. <laughs> How much have you been drinking, Ray? <laughs> been the Phantoms aren't too long, I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right. At least move that boy to Argo City for goodness' sakes! Come on. <laughs> Ray Zod up there. All right. Speaking of that, all right. Well, let's wrap this up. Uh, let's do some plugs. All right, Connor. Tell everyone where they can. Uh, catch you at because you do do a uh, Iron Fist podcast you do do a Superman podcast with that uh, fellow up there so uh, yeah yeah uh, thanks very much I do uh, yeah I do Sons of the Dragon the Immortal Iron Fist podcast huge mouthful but uh, you know whatever it fits um, <laughs> and so obviously that's about Iron Fist uh, we started off uh, we did like all of his solo stuff before Power Man and Iron Fist then we started doing, I think we've done the first, like, 20-something issues of Power Man and Iron Fist, but then we're like, this is killing us, so we're going to switch it up. And we also cover every new Iron Fist series that comes out since, like, 2016, 2017. Um, so go over there if you want to check it out. Uh, and uh, I also do with Ray here, Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast, uh, which I'm sure you, got, you guys have talked about a lot and plugged us a lot, so thank you very much. Um, but, uh, yeah, Ray's... A newbie, I'm not. Um, although Ray's like much less of a newbie as the show goes on. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, uh, new and old Superman fans, just come have a look, see if anything that interests you, check it out, and uh, yeah, yeah. Again, I mean, I mean, the Iron Fist podcast is great. I listen to it. Uh, it's, it's great, especially when you, Rebecca, and uh, you're all there. Oh. Yeah, yeah, Carl, you're all yeah. there. I mean, Lilith, like, Every Carl, Carl there. was like their Charlie Esser. I mean, it, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, just yeah. pretty much. Yeah. It's a great time. Uh, all right. So, Ray, I hear you do a few podcasts. What, what are those? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, as mentioned, for sure, uh, co-hosting with Connor on Last Sons of Krypton, really fun with Superman. Um, especially also as well the, the the drop of the new TV show, so that's given mm. us a lot of yes. stuff to talk about, as well as you know the current Future titles State. like State. I heard you got mm. a review. Yeah, I heard it got a review coming up of that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Superman and Lois. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah coming up the commentary. Up. Oh, yeah. commentary. which which yeah. can do a review, I guess. 
Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it can be seen as a review. Yeah. Um, and also, yeah, to know her is to fear her. Uh, the Spider Woman podcast, the only one out there. You're welcome. Uh, do that with Sarah, so that's really good. Um, also, as well, Phil, yeah, the Scarlet Spider. Scarlet Pants! Scarlet Spider Pants! Scarlet Pimps, as Ray has named us. Yeah, it's last Tuesday of every Scarlet month, right Pimps. here. That's it. And of course, uh, yeah, Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. Wait, so, wait, wait. Into the uh, Night, what? The, the Moon Knight podcast. There you go! Uh, so, yeah, so just uh, Twitter at Ray Ray Pod, R E Y R E Y Pod. Uh, that kind of covers it all. And I'm keen to just, yeah, chat comics and whatever um, about the show or about any other characters. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. And my mm. co-host, Will Hellfire, where can people find you online? Hello, duh. you can find me at Will Hellfire on Twitter, live tweeting, or well, live tweet hating any DC related property, let's just be honest. Also on Instagram, at Will Hellfire86, and if you're looking for some spicy memes, at Will Hellfire69 on TikTok and the gram. Not in the face! You leave the flash alone. <laughs> All right, everyone. So whatever podcast you're listening on, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, yeah, you can catch us on me and Lilith on the Capes and Lunatics and the Capes and Lunatics Sidekicks. Capes and Lunatics Sidekicks. We do Ultimate Spider Cast and the Devil, the Devil You Know, the Daredevil Podcast, and a bunch of DC shows. You know, as long as nobody tells Brian Cronin. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Don't be ripping us off, CBR. Nobody tell Brian. And, uh, yeah. Nobody told Who was that? We, we've Nobody got a Twitter beef. <laughs> we, we, have, we have issues with somebody over at CBR, I guess, who seems to uh, miraculously come up with articles after we do some stuff. Nobody tell Brian! At least give us credit. <laughs> but yeah, so we also do uh, we are Ray's favorite show, We Are the Night. Uh, the Batman Podcast. Batman Podcast. Yeah. yeah. In our, yes. new, in our new green sector 2814 uh the green lantern podcast with mm. me matt and uh will all right yeah. hmm. what was that what was that well i heard a smart comment come on, come on no no i was about to say no that that that'll be a very interesting one to to get onto because you guys uh for those that don't know you did the quantum zone the quasar podcast uh that ended uh very sad a great run you guys did um, but yeah, just moving on now to uh, to Green Lantern, which I know Will is a big, big, big fan. He's a Hal Jordan. Hal, fan Hal Jordan, at least. Yeah, Hal Jordan. Yeah. So, so listen in, Ray. We'll, you're learning soon yeah. now. Teach <laughs> some Green Lantern. Yeah, I mm. should. I'm interested in Green Lantern. So, because because yeah. we did a few. Uh, uh, the first three issues, the first three episodes were kind of like uh, set up, and now we're going. We're starting at issue. We started issue one in 1990. We're going forward from there. Nice. So. Okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, teach you some Green Lantern, some guy, 90s Guy Gardner. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, someone agrees with me. <laughs> hey, we're gonna get to the good stuff too. Green Lantern, Superman would throw him into the sun. Uh, <laughs> hey man, there's a lot of him just getting beat up. You know, <laughs> he does get beat up for yeah. one punch. Yeah. All right, so yeah, uh, you can find us all over social media. The easiest way is to find everything. We have a YouTube channel, our merchandise, our Patreon. Everything's at linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Caped and Lunatics. All right, I think we're good, though. All right, so yeah, whatever podcast you're uh, listening to this on, uh, go check out all the other podcasts you heard about tonight. And uh, until next time.
then Ray says, catch it. <laughs> Loonies, you can contact us through various social platforms. You can drop us a line on email at itkmoonnight at gmail.com. We have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash itkmoonnight, and a Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash itkmoonnight. We are on Twitter. Our handle is at itkmoonnight, and we're on Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, to search for Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. We're also on Discord. Just search for the server Into the Night with a K. Please leave an iTunes rating or review if you can. It helps us reach other loonies out there too. Also, if you have any feedback, we also look to improve ourselves and the show. Finally, we're on all good podcast catches. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Also on Podcoin. Please check us out and share episodes with your friends. Moon Knight and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners. Mm-hmm.